Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. This is Fightful.com, and this is April. Or shit, it's June. It's June. You are two months behind oh, us. It's June 14th. Where's the summer going already? Well, here, we're here to talk WWE Backlash 2020. We have a new face for you guys. As some of you know, I, I put in a solid 15 hours without pay at WrestleTalk over the last month. Just just churning out victories and all that stuff. So they have sent on excursion Louis Dangor, hot dog. And I, I feel like Ollie should be paying you for this. I feel like my billable hours to wrestle talk should go to you at this point. I think I think he should have to pay for this. I tell you what, as a man with a lot of respect for both yourself and Ollie, I think we should arrange a call. Yeah. For tomorrow, and we can chat. Yeah, uh, just just not th- those morning calls you all do because that that doesn't work for me. I, I don't do the no. AM. But uh, we reminder, guys, donate a super chat any amount. Get your question or statement read on the air. If you want to ask, I don't know, five to ten questions every single week. Looking like we're gonna limit it to five in the future. FightfulSelect.com. I do my Q and A there. I broke some pretty big news over there. I talked to Louis about it earlier. Uh, big thanks to Alex McCarthy who helped out with that as well. But there's there's a lot going on and a lot we're going to get into. And we've covered the Paul Heyman situation more than anybody. But damn, there is a lot to get into. And our first super there chat, is. Anakin says, Louis, Adam did you dirty on Wednesday. Listen, I've come on excursion not to speak about being booted off Quizzlemania. As you tweeted... I should be respected more at Russell Talk, so I'm here, um, and, and we'll see how it goes. But on on the note, before you mentioned Fightful Select, as a not not just because I'm here, but as a fellow journalist, whatever we call ourselves, um, uh, I call Fightful myself Select, a wrestling media shit poster, is what I call myself. <laughs> well, as a fellow wrestling media shit poster, honestly, Fightful Select is well worth your money. It's as, as I think I tweeted out last week, if you're a wrestling fan without Fightful Select, you're not a proper wrestling fan. So 
very affordable, very cheap, great news, so definitely get it. I appreciate you saying that, and uh, eventually we are going to integrate that into Fightful.com, you guys, and you'll be able to subscribe right there. It'll always be FightfulSelect.com, though. So, uh, And here's the thing. Now that you're you're getting watched by a primarily American audience, they're going to want you to specify the pronunciation of your name. Is it- so it's Louis Dangle. Yeah. Not so Louis I, Danger. I get it right all the time. And I said yeah. that you needed to create vignettes where you're like, Danger isn't my middle name. It's my last name. I'm just saying. Like that those those would be money. Those would be money. We'll we, chat. We'll chat afterwards. Yeah. We've got super chats rolling in. Pass it to DJ says, Welcome, Louie. Uh there, there was just it was a big sh- like it felt like whatever they did to hype this with the greatest wrestling match ever. I'll say this. It got an awful lot of hype online as far as people watching the show, and I can't pretend like I expected all that. Like it was, it would. I didn't think it would. It would have this much buzz, and it and it did. Throw Throwback Twenty Seven says this was an amazing night. A lot of tribute moves: tombstones, Kimura locks, Olympic slams to top off the Three Amigos. Uh, the night was great. Two botches all night, but the match of the night was Edge and Orton hands down. The camera angles and Howard Finkel made it great. We'll get into that at length later on, but as a whole, how'd you feel about this pay-per-view? Um, it was decent. I think it was never going to be amazing because of the expectations that, that WWE set. I mean, anything other than the main event being the single greatest wrestling match of all time would be hard to call it a fantastic pay-per-view but i mean it flew by it's only 3 30 a.m here so i'm wide awake 3 30 a.m and the thing is when louis contacted me he's like hey you got any on-screen spots and i was like wednesdays and it'd be like 4 a.m there and he jumped at the opportunity so uh you guys are gonna get to see him with warren hayes and uh alex palowski on wednesdays for a while and you guys are going to like that an awful lot. I'm trying to vary up the voices and all that good stuff. Uh, Throwback27 says, Fightful Select just hit 700 subscribers. The Super Chat chain is rolling through. Welcome, Louie. Hey, we thank you guys. Google is screwing us on the web uh, web payments right now. So we definitely appreciate you guys. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get into the first match because, the, the, as I've said, the Super Chats are rolling in. But... Apollo Crews defeated Andrade. I did not need to see this match again, but it was still a good match, I thought. Uh, Owens joined commentary and had a tie on, but how did you feel about them adding this match in general, considering they face each other like three straight months? So firstly, the fact that Kevin Owens is not even wrestling on the pre-show. He's on commentary is sad. Um, But I was hoping for a Garza... Uh, cruise match I thought that'd be a lot of fun um and play up that Gaza Andrade story but I mean it was decent it, it, it was it was what it was I mean I heard that this wasn't scheduled for for the pre-show um until a certain someone was no longer in charge of Raw um so I mean I hope this is it was a short match I hope this isn't a sign of things to come that we're going to see more short pre-show matches from these two um, and the U.S. title as a whole. Well, if your matches are a little bit too short and the signs of things to come 
are not <laughs> what? what? I know what's coming. I Do you know what's coming? coming? Yeah. What is it? It's a plug. Nah, it's no, no, we're, we're, we ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. No, you, you've ruined it. Damn. You've ruined it. Damn it. So uh, Andrade gets involved, or actually Angel Garza gets involved. The corner, first off, I love the corner spots. Apollo doing the corner belly to belly, missing the Del Rio stomp because I hate that move. It's so stupid. It makes me. I want to go fight when I see somebody. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get stomped in the face. Yeah, but Andrade busts out a really good slingshot DDT, and Owens beats up Garza. Apollo counters that hammerlock DDT with his badass powerbomb. Uh, as I mm. said, the catering crew was eating tonight, Lewis. Louis. Lewis. Well, do you think we are getting a Garza, a, sorry, a Owens and Cruz feud? That's where I think we're going from this. I think Cruz is going to turn on Owens. I think we should, and I think Apollo Cruz does need to be the one that turns. 100%. I, I think so, too. I, I think that we've seen Owens as a heel, and he's, he's a likable guy. And it's not easy for WWE to build likable guys at this point because they usually screw it up. So Apollo, I think Apollo can be that fake nice guy, like where mm. he's – He's out there and he's like, oh, I just, I just really enjoy you as a competitor, Kevin. But he's really a, you know, he's a little bitch. You, I mean, I'm not saying Apollo is. I'm saying the character would be if he were to say that. The issue is though, with Orton, so we've sort of got Orton and Seth as, and Bobby as well as top heels. Does Cruz fit that top mold? Probably not, but Owens does to the point where maybe they turn Owens heel because they need a proper main event heel. So I think it's one that we need to sort of, I think they need to weigh up and see sort of what the plans are for the future and who works best in the heel and babyface role. Not even for this feud, but beyond that and the options. Well, see, I wonder, I wonder about a lot of the ingredients in this match because we joke about the catering crew. For those that don't know, that was the affectionate name for all the guys that got pushes that came from SmackDown to Raw because they were all in catering last year. Like when I first heard that name a couple months ago, I was like, I, I feel like I'd get yelled at if I reported that name. Like one of them would be mad about it. But I mean, there's a sense of pride in that, that they all came over and they, they helped out this company so much in that regard. I wonder what's going to happen with a lot of these people. Um, mm. And and that's unfortunate because they're, they're, I know there are a lot of them that are kind of kind of scared in that regard. Yeah. Anakin JMT says, The post show for the greatest wrestling match ever needs the greatest Blue Chew segue ever. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you'll get it. Uh, Patrick we'll Ron Six says, Here for you, SRS. You seem to have had a tough month mentally and physically. Hope this helps. That was a very generous super chat. Big thank you. I appreciate that, and I appreciate the, the support of everybody. It's been a busy time. I'll say that. Um, Maurice sends a super chat. <laughs> it says, will Slammiversary be Tessa's last match with Impact? AEW could use her after Chris got injured. I don't, I don't think she's going to AEW. Yes, I think it will be her, uh, her last match if she shows up. And he says, can't wait for New Japan tonight. You staying up for New Japan, Louie? I'm going to bed and waking up for New Japan. Oh, okay. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Liam, yes. Morse, 
Liam Moore says, liking that Fightful have expanded their UK roster. I thought you all were supposed to have beards. I thought that was the NXT UK gimmick. Everybody was a bearded European white guy. I shaved because I thought, you know what? I've got to impress Sean. Yeah. I need to look my best. Yeah, man. Put some aftershave on. I smell my best. Damn. You know what? I thought about shaving recently. I dropped a bunch of weight training, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll shave. I ain't doing it. I'm not not giving these people the look. But fortunately, uh, we got to look at a great women's tag team title match. Holy crap. I thought this was good. Throwback27 says, is it me or was Alexa really strong in this? I thought everybody was really strong in this. I think the Iconics have improved categorically. What did you think of this match, Louie? I mean, I'm so happy this wasn't on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that them, the, the women's tag match opening Raw last week and them being involved in the main event segment was awesome. Uh, sort, of a, sort of a renewed respect for the belts. I think it's the, the best we've seen them. I, I thought this match was awesome. I got a bit of flack on Twitter earlier this week for saying I thought this match would be really good. And I, I stick by See, that. I thought it was awesome. Sasha think- and Peyton work exceptionally well together. And mm. a lot of people said a lot of things about the Iconics' work ahead of this return. I think they've been pretty damn good. I think Billy has a great future as a comedy wrestler in the future, too. Yeah. She's going to be able to carve out a real good place for herself. But there were some double-team moves that I liked a lot. The the boss and hug, elevated knee, the Peyton suicide dive onto the people onto the apron, onto the pile. Uh, the Iconics do their finish and the elevated knee. And then Sasha steals the pin. They worked together really, really fast in what I don't think this one was taped. I think this one was live. And I I couldn't have been happier with how this turned out. This was a blast. When of all the things that I watched, and I loved I loved Lashley and Drew, initially I was like, damn, greatest wrestling match of all time has to has to beat this tonight. They did it. But this was this was an excellent showing, Louie. And I, I sort of subtle points that I noticed as well. Bailey was talking on sort of the little screen through Sasha's entrance. Just again, those little teases of, of a feud that's to come because it is coming. It's a matter of when, not if. And uh, the finish, I, I don't know if you can remember, but I thought it was very similar to the Mania 35 match, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. the women's tag where Iconics obviously stole the win. Um, I'm not going insane there. I am right, yeah. aren't I? Yeah, I think so. I like that. But I wish commentary put it over a little bit. Yeah. And with the elevated knee you mentioned, that's obviously Iconic's finish that Bailey and Banks did. Commentary should mention that, so put yes. that over that that's, that's been done. Yeah. And uh, if you coming is a matter of when, not if, check out our friends at BlueChew.com. BlueChew, the world's first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work but they work on your schedule. No more... You're not going to get a Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus at WrestleMania here. You're not going to hit a kiss and then, oh, done. It ain't happening like that when you use Blue Chew. It gives you that confidence, that enhanced performance that maybe, maybe you're lacking. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. You don't have to have a problem to use this stuff. Like I said, it's a chewable, so it gets into your system a lot faster but it's a lot better. You you guys may have seen on Twitter. I was a little under the weather this week, and I'm like, man, do I even go to the doctor right now in this environment? Do I even do I even want to take up their time with telehealth at this point? Well, you don't got to worry about any of that with Blue Chew. They work with physicians. They get it prescribed. 
You don't have to go to the pharmacy either. Like that, that's saving you a bunch of time. It's saving you possibly getting sick in this environment and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package, but there will be nothing discreet about your package when you use bluechew.com and you get your first shipment free when you use that code fightful first shipment free when you use the code fightful hot dog. And let me tell you, you will have a hot dog when you use blue chew and that code fightful Damn, I'm good. Why am I talking with an American man at three thirty in the morning about Viagra? It's hey, excuse me, it is not Viagra. It is much better than Viagra. It's got You're the same FDA approved Viagra. active ingredients as Viagra. Don't get us demonetized by Blue Chew, Louie. They're way better than Viagra. It's Blue Chew. Damn. Anyway. Throwback27, check out his podcast on Tuesday. He says, Bailey and Sasha winning. It's great to, It's great because uh, give me Tegan and Shotzi against them all day. Hopefully with Bailey and Sasha down in NXT Wednesday, this will help show even uh, more of the women's tag titles and that division. And even foreshadowing uh, Bailey and Sasha ending. I'm with him, Louie. I can't wait for this match. And I can't wait to see Sasha and Bailey in NXT. They said it when they were babyfaces. They went down there for that one week. And uh, never return to NXT, but we're going to get it this week, and it's I'm really looking forward to definitely seeing Hill Bailey. I wish it was in front of a full sale crowd. Hill Bailey Me in front too. of a full sale crowd. Me too, because we haven't really seen that, and I would just love to see them drag in Izzy. Oh. Izzy, like maybe maybe in some Tegan Knox get up, and Bailey heals her. Ooh man, mm. ooh. Dye Izzy's hair green like Shotzi. Yes, there you go. She's wearing like a little little hat or whatever, like a little military hat. She's sitting on a tank. Oh, you're a heel now. Anakin says, Louie, don't insult the blue chew. That's right, damn it. That's right, damn it. But we've got a ton of super chats about this tag match. Anakin says, women's tag title match was was great. Iconics worked their tails off and have really improved. If Bailey eventually cracks the pressure and lets the titles be dropped, when would be the right time? So, Louis, my, my pitch for this angle was for them to be tag champions. And then Bailey, over the next few weeks, she gets overwhelmed. She is Bailey Dose Belts, I believe it is. Bailey Dose yeah. Straps, which is great. Dose Straps. But, you know, she is selfish, ultimately. And I, the way that I see it happening is the pressure really gets to her. And you see her able to save Sasha from a pin, but she doesn't. And she thinks nobody else sees her. But we've all got TV, and so does Sasha Banks. And that's mm-hmm. the catalyst for the split. Do you mm. think that this leads to their eventual match? Yeah, it's it's got to. It's got to. I, I was thinking sort of perhaps they have to defend. Sorry, so Sasha and Bailey defend in the opening match, and then Bailey's got a title match later on. And you can see Bailey's not wanting to give it all because she prioritizes the 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 SmackDown Women's Championship, issue, but I think as you said, you, your option sounds great, and I mean it is leading to that inevitable, inevitable like um, the split, and I think that their match, I I I want it to be at SummerSlam, sort of five years on from their from their yeah. takeover match, but I want a crowd. Yeah, I do too. That's the sad thing, and the running joke has been they're saving it for SummerSlam, which was two years ago in Brooklyn. Then last year. When Sasha could have came back, she came back that weekend, 
And then this year it was Boston. Uh, mm. Yeah. I know two years ago it was Brooklyn, not Boston. Yeah. Mm. Oh, a mess. Uh, Anakin says, what's your prediction for the tag title match on NXT? I think Boston Hug will still win this. Yeah, me too. Sitting on my bed says, Stan Twitter not liking the triple threat tag match confirms my suspicions. They don't actually like wrestling and would be happy just seeing their faves win if the matches are terrible. I mean, that's that's the point of Stan Twitter. They 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 care about only the people that they like. So, yeah, pretty much. Cactus J says, great show except the ending tonight. Keep up the fantastic work at Fightful. Don't forget to apply lotion every night so you can heal from that burn you receive from Roman Reigns. I was pissy about that because my boss spent a bunch of money on that, which he's he's well off. Let's be real. He's well off. And I was like, people are going to believe that I said something untrue about Roman Reigns now. It's like, damn. Well, I was watching the video and I was like, the end's going to be, he's going to be like, listen, call me up and we'll do an interview. God, I wish. You think <laughs> WWE would allow that to happen? Come on. Come on. Anakin's, I didn't even want to know what he had to pay for a cameo. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot. I know what it was. Anakin says, Sean, Izzy has a heel persona, so she'd still be pro-Bailey. Yeah, but it, within the context of NXT, she's not. But I did see one of her heel promos, and it was very, very good. Izzy cut a better promo that I saw last year at some point than a significant percentage of indie wrestlers. Well, speaking about crappy promos... Oh boy! What what? There's there's plenty of them. Sheamus and Jeff Hardy definitely had some. That's what I was gonna say. Is that you just taking the piss? <sighs> this was my piss break. Was it? Oh man, the dialogue mm. between these two is so bad. But I'll say this: I really liked the match. I thought the match was pretty solid. Uh, but uh, the mm. the crowd chanting "You're in trouble" was probably the best part of it. Like there was there were some good spots. There was this gunslinger that, like, the Billy Gunn used to do, the, the slingshot <laughs> power slam, where Hardy got his face slammed right to the mat. It was amazing. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, the whisper in the wind looked really good. Everything in this match I thought was executed really well. It was a little long for my liking. Yeah, if it was, 17 minutes. Yeah, if it were, like, five minutes shorter, I'd be saying, like, this was a good match to saying, this was a great match, and... Those extra minutes, I don't, I don't know. Uh, fortunately, due to the pace of the rest of the show, I won't like look back on this unfavorably. But what did you think of it? So I went through a bit of a roller coaster of emotions with, with with this match. Initially, I thought it was a bit sloppy, and then I got into it and I sort of liked the physicality. And by the end of it, I was bored and genuinely thought back to the color of Jeff Hardy's urine and was concerned. Did you see that urine? Yeah, I like, did. He looked like he, he just drank Mountain Dew for like three straight months. Can we get in some water? I'm honestly concerned. Yeah. It was it was rough, man. Like when I saw that, I was like, well, one, he probably was afraid he was going to get horn swoggled. I don't know if you all know about that, but he failed a wellness viol or he had a wellness violation because he couldn't produce a piss. So Jeff's like, not me, brother. Not today. Better to be pissed off than pissed on. Now, here's the thing. Like, I was talking about this segment with Gary Cassidy, who, who broke the news of it the other day. And we were able to see, like, word for word what was going to happen. So I was reading this to Warren and Alex off the air, and we were just dying. Because there was so much information in there that they didn't even include. Like, the name of the doctor and a lot of stuff. It was ridiculous. Throwback 27 says, The match with Hardy versus Sheamus... Was a really Boston pisser. People from Boston like speak a different language 
I swear. Like, there are, there are things that Throwback could say to me. I wouldn't understand it because he, he's from up there. Uh, <laughs> but this match, I thought was, I thought it was fine. Sheamus won, and I'm okay with that. He's been booked really strong. He's like 10 and 2 since he came back. But mm. it's always the same thing, Louie. It's, ah, hi, I'm Sheamus. I'm going to bully you. And then I'm going to get punched in the nose. And I'm mad now. <laughs> All the time. All the time. The issue is, I, but going into this, before Friday, I was like, you know what? You're right. Sheamus should win. But after Friday's segment, I thought, uh, and, and, and even before that, Hardy's got to win to get revenge back on Sheamus for all this crap. And I don't want to see another match, really. Um, so I Same. think that... And they 50-50. They 50-50 them. And it, it, it was only... The, the match on SmackDown a couple of weeks ago was only their first singles match ever. Them yeah. two. And it feels like I'd, uh, we, we've seen... We could potentially see two. Well, we've seen two. Could potentially see three or more. And I think I'm done with this storyline now. Where I'd want to see something else. Potentially even Sheamus and Braun. I guess. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I just I don't need to see a rubber match. I I wish they wouldn't have fifty fiftyed them. Eh. Did you see the um the Extreme Rules logo? I did not. So they, once we're off the air, you can have a look, but it was very sort of, I think the color scheme was purple and green. Mm. And it sort of looked very Team Extreme Hardy that I think he's going to jump off something somewhere and have some sort of spot. Well, they need to bring back no more words. It's weird that they won't bring back that theme. Anakin says... Glad Backlash is done so I no longer have to hear a, pardon the pun, piss-poor cover of a Hugh Jackman song. <laughs> also, I love the first two matches that had the heels win clean. Gives them legitimately. There's nothing clean about Sheamus right now these days, guys. Asuka and Nia Jax went to a double countout. This match was alright, but it was all Asuka. Asuka running around, Nia was the base and the cutoff. Asuka got mad when Nia mentioned Kyrie. There's a scary jackhammer. There was a, a not scary powerbomb. Powerbomb looked really good, but double count out, and then Asuka wrecks Nia's face with her ass after the match. How'd you feel about this one? Uh, the finish, it's like a we must continue type of thing. Um, I don't mind it in terms of extending the storyline because they've got, so realistically, they've got Asuka, Nia, Shayna, Charlotte. No, Becky's not coming back for a year. So they've got to basically do those four women until Mania when they can shake things up or whenever the next shake-up is. Um, so I don't mind extending this feud because uh, I think that it, it gives them more time to book other stuff like potentially Charlotte at SummerSlam and then uh, Shayna after that. So I think the way they went about it was wrong, though. Um, it seemed botched, in my view. I wasn't sure whether it was or not. It seemed like they sort of got carried away and mm-hmm. missed the count. Um, it fell flat. I think they have great chemistry as well. And Nia needed a killer match with all the crap she's getting uh, on Twitter. I think she they should have just said to them, listen, you go out and have a good match and shut people up that say Nia can't wrestle. I think she would have benefited more from that, from a sort of a great showing in defeat, as opposed to this crappy count out thing. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, this was weird. I, mean, I will fi- try to find out, as I'm sure you will too, if this was supposed to happen. Because if not, Asuka plays it up really well. Also, Rusev on his stream today said, Asuka is the greatest women's wrestler ever and has been for a long time. Uh, so that's high praise as well. Jason Check says, Hi, SRS and Louis. Happy Sunday. How do countouts work? What breaks a countout? When's the ref supposed to count? Start counting. Thank you for all your coverage here on Select. Well, based on the, the WWE method, it's supposed to start when they exit the ring, but usually the ref spends a little bit of time, burns a little bit, telling them, hey, get back in the ring. They start to count. They can decide the cadence. Uh, anybody entering and then leave, or coming back outside is supposed to break the count. They can roll in and roll back out, and that breaks the count. So, uh, Or uh, just any person leaving the ring. If one person's outside the ring, that other person follows, that refreshes the count. Azo Smith says, my new favorite thing is Sasha asking Cole, what time is it, Cole? After every time she wins. Boss and Hug and and Cole are pretty solid. I'm really enjoying the the interactions between them. Uh, I'm just enjoying Michael Cole at the moment, and I never thought I'd say that. I think that, especially when he was doing the shows on his own pre-Mania, he showed that he's good. He, he He's good at his job. He gets a lot of stick, but he's good. And, I mean, Nikki Cross is just fantastic. Him, but I think with the women's picture on SmackDown, I don't know why it's giving him more character. And I just enjoy people on shows having more character as opposed to being sort of robotic WWE figures, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Taryn Riddick says, do you think Tegan and Noxy win the tag titles on Wednesday? It'd be a great surprise for a title change. I don't, but I hope that this match is the main event and they get some time, Louie. Yeah, I agree. I fully agree. Um, I think it, I think it will be very good. Uh, Shotzi and Tegan, are, they're doing all right at the moment. I think NXT's women's division is so stacked that it's hard to to sort of be in the top picture. But I think them having a great showing uh, could be great. Yeah, I, I do too. William Boyner says, Loving the Dong Lord teaming with the Louie-nator. The Louie-nator. Damn. Damn. So on the uh, WrestleTalk interviews, I've had people call me Dong Lord Jr. <laughs> I feel that's a title that needs to be earned as opposed to given straight away. Hannah sends a super chat for me to get a haircut this week. Maybe Tuesday, I think it is. So there you go. Somebody says, I need a mullet. I had one when I was uh, like five, six years old. Oh, yeah. Uh, William Boehner says, they made up for the tagline with the main event. I don't know if they made up for it, but I feel like that match, they set such high expectations that it lowered expectations. Then they did better than what everybody's lowered expectations were. So there let me just go. take a moment to work that out and then yeah. I'll respond. Yeah. Well, Braun, <laughs> Str- go ahead. Braun Strowman defeated no, no. The Miz and John Morrison. Miz and Morrison find out backstage only one of them can be champion. They do a, a knockoff of Van Halen for one of their videos. I don't expect you to know who that is. Do you know who Van Halen is? I don't even think I was alive when Van Halen oh, was a thing. You for sure were not alive when Van Halen was a thing. Uh, definitely, or at least when they were relevant, but the the video was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed it, but this is Miz and Morrison flying all over the place. I like the skull-crushing finale, but Braun wins by choke-slamming Miz and hitting a running power slam. This was pretty straightforward. There's not even a lot to talk about here. This was shit. This <laughs> yeah. is what this was. It's, 
and I hate making comparisons. I hate it. But can you imagine this going on in AEW? No. No. I, can you imagine a music video being played before a John Moxley and Brody Lee match? Can you imagine the goofy comedy? There's a time for goofy comedy in wrestling. I'm all for it. But it's not in your world title match. For me, this really didn't work. It took me out of it. So Morrison's won one match since Mania. So why is he getting a world title match? I don't know. I don't either. He's, he, but I mean, he's he's brilliant. He should be singles run mixing up with like Riddle and Brian and Styles in that sort of upper mid card picture. It's just it's not working for me at all. It doesn't scream world championship. I think that it, it it just doesn't work. And Braun needed something big. I was expecting Fiend at the end. We didn't get Fiend. Um, I think that's probably because obviously I think he had a he had another child relatively recently. Yeah, yeah, that so, he did. Uh, Anakin JMT says credit to sports and things. Hey hey, no no, this music video has got to go. No, I think I liked it. I liked it. Damn it. Eric Goldman, uh, Anakin sends a super chat on his behalf. Has someone ever attacked Morrison during his slow-mo entrance? It'd be funny if they kept fighting in slow-mo for several minutes. That would have been entertaining. That would have maybe made this more entertaining. I thought that from the, from an execution standpoint, this match was fine. I just, we knew that they, they weren't gonna win. Like, there was no doubt. Well, on that note, so Strowman lost his IC title in a, Handicap match. Yes. Commentary should put that over. Miz and Morrison should put that over and be like, they you've did. lost in, you've, but more so to the point where they're like, you think Strowman could lose because it's sort of a weakness in his game that he can't do it when he's facing more than yes. one buzzer. I think it should have been put over more to the point where you thought there was, because I don't think anyone who is sane or over the age of about three thought Strowman was losing this match. But give it a bit more where you sit there and think, maybe they will, maybe they And I think when you say the single championship thing, it hurts it as well. Yeah. Maybe a co-championship thing, and you think, maybe them working together, they could do it, because it's two people against one. But um, yeah, as you can tell, I wasn't overly keen on this one. Stay up and keep it up, says they had Strowman Pyro blow out like a freight train. All right, then. Yeah, uh, they... Strowman could be such a monster star, but when they have him sitting in the back and reading terrible scripted promos, ugh. Anakin says Jericho would 1,000% do a music video before his match if called for it. Oh, of course. The Inner Circle would do great at that. Like, them in, like, a new music video for Judas would be hilarious. But they're going to win more than one match before the pay-per-view. Yes, So they have true. some credibility. Rex but jo- I think... Comedy's fine if you've got credibility to go with it, but they don't have the credibility, so the comedy just makes them look like goofs as opposed to world title contenders. Well, like, almost, I think four out of six of the title matches had somebody that lost this past week. Asuka got beat on Monday. Uh, Miz and Morrison lost a match Friday. Uh, Gosh, uh, Iconics lost on Monday. Like, all over the place, there were people that had lost... And they were getting title shot. And Viking Raiders lost on Monday, but they didn't have their match, so whatever. Rex Joseph Kalmarin sends a super chat and says, the next super chat from Throwback27 is the greatest super chat ever. Oh, I've got a few that i got to get to from him. 
later on. He's being very generous, so thank you very much, Throwback. Check out his podcast on Tuesdays. Follow him on Twitter. And a reminder, guys, if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a Super Chat live here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. And Azo Smith says, remember when Strowman versus Roman was 2017's Feud of the Year? That's legitimately one of my favorite feuds in the last, like, two decades of WWE was Strowman mm. not being finished with Roman. I feel like Strowman should have shown up on that cameo and beat the living shit out of Roman just to help me save face. That's... That's what I think. That's I agree. I think. Well, we got a WWE title match, and I rather liked it. Drew McIntyre defeated Bobby Lashley. How'd you feel about this one, Louie? I loved it. Uh, I've been a massive fan of this storyline throughout the, its, its inception, really. Uh, I mean, we were talking about people losing going into title matches. Lashley hasn't lost. Lashley's only done – all he's done is pick up wins. But, Stro- but uh, sorry, McIntyre hasn't lost either, so both men are going in – Full of momentum, full of sort of, and you can tell they wanted to work together. Uh, bit, bit of an exclusive here. You're welcome, everyone. Um, <laughs> they, they, they pitch working together. They, yeah. they enjoyed the work they did in TNA, um, which was I think four years ago, almost to the week. Um, and they thought, you know what, we can do some great stuff here. Um, the MVP and Lashley pairing just works so well. Um, and I loved this. I thought it was a fantastic start to the match as well. Yeah, I did too. Throwing the full Nelson out there because they worked really hard to get that over, even though they could probably think of something else. Uh, I, I like this drooding at his jacket off for forever. Before this match, Lana told MVP that this match is important. And MVP said, well, it's not up to me. It's up to Lashley and he doesn't want you out there. Tough shit. I really loved the... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The outside, the fighting outside, into the plexiglass, the suplexes. There was a very scary spot where I was afraid Drew was about to get spiked on his head, but all was okay. We got a great spine buster and a flatliner, and Drew kicked out at one, and that makes him look even better. Oh. And, well, he doesn't kick out at two. It, yeah. everyone's, you could punch someone, just put them gently on the ground, and they'll kick out at two now. But I mean, yeah. when so, so when Drew kicked out a two later on in the match, you're like, wow, he's taken a lot. I think that it's something we rarely see in wrestling anymore. And it's up, but it's welcomed. And I, I really liked it. And uh, I'm a sucker for a good double wrist lock. And Drew countered that spear with the, the Kimura, the double wrist lock. There was a good superplex, but the finish was my only issue. I, I get they want to keep Lashley strong, and I understand that. I understand that after what they did to build him up. 
But Lana distracts Lashley unintentionally and Drew hit a Claymore, but this was an outstanding match. I thought they rocked it. I think that having it after the other world title match just showed light and day about what a world title match should be. People going in with momentum, going in with credibility, going in sort of on the up as opposed to losing a match two days before. Um, As you said about the ending, it didn't work for me. I mean, when Lana came out, I've written on my notes, fuck off, Lana. I I don't want to see her. I... uh, (laughs) She, she's her and Rusev were great when they debuted. I don't have an interest in her and Lashley. The the MVP pairing is so good. I understand that hopefully this is how they write her off and protect uh, Lashley into the point where they can go and have another match mm-hmm. later on down the line, hopefully in the next pay per view. I mean, with a bit of a submission sequence we got, I'd quite like to see them in like a fight pit that we got in NXT. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I, I wonder if they'll integrate that into the main roster. Uh, they should. JJ Lee says, WWE is still afraid to let stars lose. Nia and Asuka, Bobby and Drew hurt by this. They aren't hurt by losing clean. They can look good in defeat. That's sports. I agree. Win them in the ring, lose them in the ring. Some, somebody wins, somebody loses. That happens. Conor McGregor got beat a couple times. He's still drawing over a million pay-per-views every single time out. Anakin JMT says Lashley didn't look strong in that finish. He fell victim to a classic distraction trope, even though Lana wasn't trying to distract him. I agree it makes Lashley look kind of dumb for not having his eye on on the title match. Mm, I agree. Rob Wilkins says, think we're getting Riddle versus Styles. Want to welcome the Boy Wonder, a.k.a. Dong Lord Jr., a.k.a. Louie. Who does Strowman feud with next, if you were to guess? I don't know. I might be Sheamus, like you said. That's what that's what I gotta say. But yeah, I think we get Riddle versus Styles before the end of the year. I think we probably get it probably by this fall. Probably get it on Friday. Yeah, um, <laughs> Riddle losing. Um, it needs to happen. It will be fantastic. It will be so good. I mean, but I'm more excited. I already want a catch point with Gulak, Riddle, and Brian. Yeah, and I, I tweeted out there that I, I want Malcolm Bivens there to teach him how to actually wrestle. <laughs> you got to have him there to teach him how to wrestle. Uh, Hannah Moore says, I enjoyed a pay-per-view without Seth or Charlotte. I fu- I, my prediction for Nia versus Asuka was Charlotte. That was my mm-hmm. prediction. I thought they were going to put her in the match and she was going to win. And I thought that would have been really good heat. But yeah, it was different. Not everybody has to be on every pay-per-view. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it too. Uh, I think someone tweeted me today saying, when was the last time Seth wasn't on pay-per-view, not because he was uh, injured? And I genuinely couldn't think of the last time. And it, it, it's nice that we didn't instead. So his feud with Ray is going to continue. So instead of getting a match at uh, um, Backlash and a match at Extreme Rules, we'll probably just get a match at Extreme Rules, which obviously keeps it fresh and is far more beneficial, I think. Azo Smith says, every time Drew talks to us through the camera, it makes me sad his reign is in this era. Yeah, I I take a look at the YouTube numbers a lot because it shows me what segments relative to others that people are going out of their way to see. And Drew does numbers that are the only full-timer that approaches him is Roman Reigns. Like, that's it. Like, they're the only ones doing one and a half million every time out. So people are... And you aren't the only one. Yeah. WWE care. WWE look at that. And I did a report a couple of months, a couple of weeks ago. I think I got a bit of slack for it because I, I said, "Oh, 
WWE are very impressed with Drew, and they were like, he's their world champion, obviously. And I'm like, Jinder Mahal, Kofi Kingston, yeah. Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, this isn't going to be a one-off. Drew, I think, is going to be someone that we see at the top of the card for the foreseeable future, at least. Yeah, for sure. Tim Traver says, had an amazing weekend, amazing podcast, got a long day today. Hey, wishing you well, buddy. Hope you're feeling better. Hope you're doing better. We always appreciate seeing you. Street Profits versus Viking Raiders. Now, let me tell you how annoyed I was when today they said, oh, the Viking Raiders get a tag title shot. And I said, wait a second. So you do a month and a half of these vignettes. Then you bring them back to in-ring action and they lose. And now you give them a title shot? Okay. Well, it all ended up being... All right in that sense, I guess. But it depends on how you feel about this segment. Uh, Throwback27 says, Prophets Vikings tonight has a ton of Star Wars Easter eggs. And now I have to wear a Bengals jersey because of it. You're doing it to yourself at this point. I didn't even make you this time. But I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue. Anakin JMT says, My almost eight-year-old son thought Street Prophets Viking Raiders looked weird. So Throwback, you have him on your side at least. And then Anakin says, it's the best thing done in weeks. How did you feel about all of this? Because it was the cinematic approach, but they fought without getting into the ring. What the fuck was this? It was it was wild. Um, they tore up Braun's car, and I thought this was going to be the end of it. And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Them tearing up Braun's car would be pretty great. But they have like a bowling ball as a weapon. They use a really bad... I mean, it wasn't a bad joke when Chappelle did it when you were two years old, Louie. What did the five fingers say to the face? But you were two when that joke happened. Uh, Ivar bowls a bowling ball into Montez's nutsack. Uh, Angelo Dawkins tackles Ivar through a glass window. That was cool. They're all not happy. And then... Oh, God damn, Akira Tozawa showed up. I thought it was EC3. I, I did too. That's how tan EC3 is. Is that he looks I thought like it was an, the released superstars. Me too, initially. I thought, they were, I thought I swear, this was brilliant. Dude, there are a lot of people that thought the same two exact things that we did. It looked like EC3's eyes, but no, he's just as tan as an Asian man. And all the, you know, you thought they'd pull off Heath Slater and yeah. Carl and Luke and all that, which would have been a very weird spot. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the most dumbass stereotypical thing. Like, here's the thing. It's so stereotypical that I was like, surely they didn't do this from a concentrated thing. And Akira Tozawa fucking ruled at it. He was amazing at it. And they had uh, Jordan, the big giant that came into the Matt Riddle class as one of the the ninjas. But Akira showing up in a with a gi and as a ninja, I was like, oh man, oh man. And Azo Smith says, please tell me the ninja was Shaq. No, somebody joked and said, is that Shaq Fu coming for revenge? No, it's not. It, it was not. Also, a reference that that predates Louis's birth. But they beat up all the ninjas. They throw one into a car. And they brawled on top of a semi and fell off into the trash. Now, throughout all this, Ivar is being shown remembering things about this. 
did this do anything for you? I mean, to me, it was better than a lot of the stuff they've done before. But that ain't a high bar, Louie. So it did something for me. It made me angry. It, <laughs> it, if this was two teams that couldn't wrestle, I'd say fair enough. If one of the, I don't know, maybe you know, is one of them injured? Are they doing this to extend a feud out, keep them on TV while one of them might be injured, perhaps? Yeah. Because if it is, I mean, what this feud that that was the that was the 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 hypothesis that was the the question that a lot of people would ask. And the Viking Raiders are fine. I know that the Viking Raiders were fine. I don't know about Street Profits, but I don't oh, even they think... they both wrestled, though. Yeah. Because, then there's no excuse. I didn't even think about it. Then there's no excuse, because there's two... F- and I mean, I, again, I don't like making comparisons, but when you see on Dynamite, I think the first three matches in some compa- capacity were tag matches. And you look at how amazing their tag division is. You can see why FTR left. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you because they they left because of the tag division, not just because of how they were booked. Yeah, uh, Anakin says my head cannon is the mass ninja with a katana. Was Titus and he and Tazawa are reforming Titus worldwide? I would love if they reformed Titus worldwide, not with Apollo anymore. I wanted them to with Apollo, but not now. He he's beyond that. Uh, I think Titus would be a great manager. Yeah, I, I do too. I think that's the best use for him, and it was a few years ago. Jessica Carr shows up and yells at them. She calls Ivar cute. I'm so done with that shit. So done with that shit. I get it. And Anakin says, Ref Jess popped me, but Sarah Logan should have showed up to make Eric feel better. That's too inside baseball. You know why Sarah Logan should show up? She should show up and manage them. She should show up and be a member of the women's division, adopt their Viking gimmick, and do that. And if they want to... And then you know what we should get. What? Bianca Belair to manage the Street Profits exactly. and have a mixed mixed gender, well, not even a mixed gender, have them feud as singles, have Viking Raiders feud as a tag, but have them both sort of interlock with each other. But I mean, the, Jessica Carr said your match is next, didn't she? I'm not making that up. Yes. And then they said this match is not happening anymore. Oh. Yes. I think I was sort of angrily throwing something. Probably. Somewhere. Probably at this point. Azo Smith says, did you see FTR's tweet about being happy they left? Uh, no, but I did see Dax liking my tweet that says, Akira Tozawa shows up as a ninja. Yes, Bruce is running raw now. So, they ain't making it a secret out there. Uh, Anakin says, Sean Shaving should be his first pers- post on OnlyFans. Well, you know what? I could. And I mean, I know you're talking about my face, but if I shaved my pubes, I could put that on OnlyFans. Because Manscaped gets the job done, the reopening is right around the corner, and there's a chance that nobody sees your balls in a few months. But you don't want to ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball throw. That, that is not something a dong lord would do. I'm not walking around here looking like Clyde Drexler's head in college. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I mean, I know it's been a while since I've had a haircut, but it's not been a while since I've had a haircut. 
if you know what I'm saying. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, and you're not going to end up looking like Randy Orton did at the end of this match. You're not going to be busted open. That's because the Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post-quarantine life and the best dong shave of all time. Is it ever or of all time? I can't even remember the damn tagline. It's ever. It's ever. Son of a bitch. The best ever. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, water-resistant, cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag. It's a wonderful travel bag, by the way, for when your bag is doing some traveling, some sightseeing, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end up with your balls sticking to the side of your leg. The Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer every three months to make sure it stays fresh and clean. The light is at the end of the tunnel, but you know what? Maybe nobody's been through that tunnel in a while. Maybe you got to get through some shrubbery, if you know what I'm saying. Got to... Gotta, Got to handle the business. And right now, you get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code FIGHTFUL. Matthew Garrett says, was this PPV heaps short? I don't know what that means. Is that British slang? I think he means, was it just a short pay-per-view? In which case, yes. My wife sent me a text message. She hears my pitch from upstairs. She has you have the most fantastic balls around. I'm the dong lord. Of course I do. Of course I do. <laughs> Patoron6 says, I would like a triad reunion from Lucha Underground, but with Asuka. I, there's a lot of things from Lucha Underground I would like to see integrated into WWE. They're doing the cinematic stuff, but eh, we'll see. Uh, Jacob Aguirre says, after not watching Raw, seeing this was confusing and disappointing. God, could you imagine for somebody who hasn't been watching Raw? Well, honestly, it's it's probably better that it's confusing, because then at least you're not raging like Louie has been, watching this stuff every single week. Terry Allen Jr. Ah, says... 4 a.m. Terry Allen Jr. says, Sean, have you seen the PS5? Very bold design. Yeah, I have. I'm going to get one. I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy. I'm a fan. But yeah, I, I do like the design. I see the cooling fans and all that stuff. Throwback27 says, Wow, two promos. Can we get a three, third Dong Lord one? Uh, we get Crotch Fro. What's next? I'm not doing Magic Spoon tonight, but hey, support them anyway. Uh, hit them up at Eat Magic Spoon. Let them know you heard about them from us. Duncan Brady says, Is Vince bearing the main roster tag division because he hopes to devalue all tag wrestling? Any better theories? No, he just doesn't care. I mean, that's that's been the thing. I've got an interview coming out in a couple weeks with Kevin Thorne, and he talks about how Vince was like, hey, I'm not bringing you and Tyson Tomko up together. Think of some other shit. And that's, that's unfortunate. Throwback says, Mint Blue Chew promo, Crotch Pro Prevention, what's next? I'm saving Magic Spoon for tomorrow. I am. And Anakin JMT says, <laughs> Denise might have some uh, competition for best reaction faces. To Sean's ad reads. 
Yeah. Yeah. I got to say, one of my favorites was Warren when he just goes, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. He sounded like Ric Flair selling. Oh, God. (laughs) That was actually a fantastic impression of Ric Flair. I I know. There was a good one where, like, he notices that he bleeds and he goes, oh, God. Oh, God. So we got a ton of... Have you seen how he tweets? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know the old Slice Wrestling account that used to tweet with every... (laughs) They're the same person. I'm guaranteed Ric Flair is Slice Wrestling. Oh, my God. They suck so bad. So the greatest wrestling match ever. Matthew Garrett says, I missed it. Was it the greatest wrestling match ever? No, but it was damn good, I thought, Louie. What'd you think? Um... It's a difficult one, because if this doesn't go in with the expectations of being the greatest wrestling match ever, I would be sitting here saying, damn, this was brilliant, like brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, It's it's a difficult one because I really liked it. I, I thought the whole element of it was good. I mean, Charles Robinson in the in the sort of old ref gear was great. Yes. I don't know about the Howard Finkel stuff at the beginning. It made me a bit <sighs> uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was a nice tribute. I thought I saw it as more of a tribute, an homage. And this match was kind of an homage to a lot of people. There was a, a bit much for me. Yeah, there was a rock bottom. There was an unprettier, uh, a pedigree. They were busting out a little bit of everything. And, I mean, you kind of have to, for for them, I, I get it, because you're rocking, like, 40-minute match. And you gotta, you've only got a couple finishers if you're Randy Orton, and boy, did he exhaust all of them, all of them. J.J. Uh, Lee says, if not for the tagline, I think we'd be calling Edge and Orton a match of the year candidate in WWE at a minimum. It was fantastic, but GOAT is impossible to hit. To me, yeah, and it's impossible to hit, Louie, when you say it's gonna be the greatest of all time. Because when people ask, normally, sort of, I don't know, if someone hasn't watched the show, like my brother might not have watched the show, and he'll go, was it a good match? And I'll be like, yeah, it was, it was good. But now he'll ask me, was it the greatest greatest wrestling match ever? And I'll say, no, it wasn't, because it wasn't. But it was still a damn good match. And people won't be talking about how it was a good match. They'll be talking about how it wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever, which is disappointing, especially, I mean, it's Edge's first pure singles one-on-one match back he went 45 minutes and it was damn good like really really good yeah um i i i liked this tribute to all the things that i've watched anakin jmt says edge should have used the glam slam and orton the crossroads i actually would have loved if edge used the glam slam i think that would have been Really good. I liked how they used the unprettier and sort of the the top rope into the RKO spot, which yeah. obviously they did a lot. Christian, I thought the rock bottom, it was a bit like, where's the link between the two? I mean, the angle slam, because obviously yeah. Angle spoke about the match in the build-up. Um, I would have liked the sweet gym music, because I know Shawn Michaels spoke about it. I would have liked a figure four. I'd like stuff that suited the characters and sort of were in line with the build as opposed to a rock bottom. It just felt a bit, okay, why? Um, I think that I like the tributes, though, as you say. It sort of gave it a nice feel. And, um, yeah, I mean, the ending, winning with the punt was was, was brilliant. I thought it was definitely with Edge's history of neck problems. It's just great. That was amazing because we haven't seen that in 
years. Reminder, guys, you can get 2013. Your, yeah, you can get your uh, super chats in. Still, we'll read your question or statement on the air. James O'Rourke brings up a point that I agree with. Seeing Little Nate in the refs' old school gear was great. I did like that. the The thing that came down and said MSG, I was like, okay, I get it, but they ain't an MSG, <laughs> so that was kind of weird. Uh, they, he said, overall, I enjoyed the show, but there were some missteps through the night. I agree, but overall, I didn't hate the show. If I can watch it and not dislike it, I'm all right. Now, uh, there was a great pin series also that led to Orton hitting an RKO, but <clears throat> one of the highlights is Orton going, I'm going to fucking kill you, motherfucker. That was pretty funny. Uh, I love the name of the arm triangle as the anti-venom. I think that mm. is very cool. I love that the start of this match, Orton was relying on basic wrestling stuff. So a lot of people don't even know. When they do that drop down, it ain't, it ain't for show. You're supposed to be tripping the person who hits the ropes. You're supposed to slide underneath their shins. And that's what Orton did, and you don't see that a lot. But Edge fell for it because he's rusty. Really, really good. They they did a good superplex, too. And the punt, after all that didn't work, that was awesome. And I loved at the end, Randy saying, go home, be with Beth, be with your kids, and tell them Uncle Randy said hi. Damn! That was good. Well, unfortunately, it looks like he is going to be home. Yeah, he sustained a triceps injury, has edge. We had reported that today. Oh, my God. Uh, said something that, that I had spoken with both you and Alex McCarthy about ahead of this, and I was able to get it confirmed by several people. That ain't good. And I was I was hoping, I was like, maybe it's an elaborate work. But they didn't mention a triceps on the air, so that ain't what that is, and that's unfortunate. Where do you think he where do you think he got it? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate on that. I, I'm not sure. Mm. I mean, who knows? Like he could have just finished the match and been like, ah, oh, that's got a twinge, and then BAM. You never know. You never know. Uh <laughs> I love like the like throwback says, Hey Orton, Champa called. Leg leg slap class is in session. He did that before the punt. Was shocked the Fiend didn't show up during Braun's match. And Hannah actually mentioned that too. She said, the dude won with a leg slap. His whole life is a rib on everyone that isn't him. That was pretty goddamn funny. Was it? But when was this filmed? Sunday. Last Sunday. So before the leg slap stuff. With Champa and Evie, uh, no, no, because no, in your house was that night too. So it was it was filmed right before, it was filmed before NXT. Okay. So yeah. I mean, maybe Orton was hanging around or something. I don't know, but this was filmed before that. Damn. I mean, he knows what he, what he's doing. He knew how that match ended. Joe Pearl said this was a bookend. It was paying homage to Edge versus Booker. Huh. I don't know about that one, but I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll pretend. Patelron6 says, which face, uh, fake crowd noise do you like better, WWE or football? That one's that one's up to you, Louie. I just started playing FIFA. So on that note, though, what, what, did, uh, firstly, I didn't mind the, the, the crowd stuff. Um, I know a lot of people did. I, it didn't take me out of it like it did for a lot of people. Um what did you think about it? Did, did you did you enjoy it? Did you not? I didn't really mind it at all because it all fit. Honestly, there wasn't any. I mean, I could tell it was piped in noise without a yeah. doubt. 
Uh, and Stay Up and Keep It Up says, uh, WWE has to use this audio from now on. It brought more to the match, but don't bring back 17 to 2014 fake cheers. That I agree with. This fit, and it fit because we saw how those people were reacting behind them, and they did a really mm. good job of matching them together, I thought. Yeah. And you know what I loved and, like, like properly loved was they had the people in the same positions as they were on Sunday night for the stuff that was film-lived. I loved it. It was just a small attention to detail where going into – I was like, they're not going to have the same crowd members stood in the same positions to give it some continuity. But they did, and I know it's a tiny thing, but yeah, it was great to see. And – um. I mean, from here, surely it's Orton and, and Drew. Uh, we're going to wrap up here momentarily, but we do have some Super Chats. Big thank you, guys. You all have hit us with more Super Chats than we have ever had on this show. Uh, I guess it's WrestleTalk dragging in the numbers, right? <laughs> WrestleTalk just drags in the numbers. Uh, B-Meg says, every book is a children's book if a kid can read it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Azo Smith says, WWE cameras get everywhere. They even get strolling through Ivar's mind. That That is such a Kevin Dunn thing. Like, why, why can't we get a camera inside his brain? Let's do some camera cuts in there, too. Uh, Marcus says, can Orton versus Drew be the next feud? Now, that sets up a monster super chat from our boy Throwback. Big thank you, Throwback. You have been so generous to us. You're always so generous to us. Uh, I want to give a full plug to this guy. He does a podcast every Tuesday night. He's just starting. Give him good feedback. Check him out on Tuesdays. Uh, you can follow him at Throwback978 on Twitter. He's on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Throwback27. Uh, he does a show every Tuesday. Give him feedback. Give him things that you like, what you don't like about his show. Do it in a positive and constructive manner. He's one of the best dudes I know. He says, with the landscape of WWE now changing, where do you guys see things going with Extreme Rules next month and SummerSlam after, who do you see next for Drew and what should be done with the tag titles? Um, they're going to go to Viking Raider Street Profits, and Sasha and Bayley have to hold those women's tag titles. We know what's happening with the SmackDown tag titles, Nakamura and Cesaro, because Forgotten Sons are off TV right now. I like the idea from our previous Super Chat about Randy Orton getting a title shot. He just won the greatest wrestling match ever, quote-unquote, so why not? But what do you think, Louie? Yes, unless Orton goes down to NXT to feud with Ciampa. And I can see it happening. I can see it happening. With the ratings low, I mean, Vince is supposedly unhappy. What better way to stick Orton on on NXT and have a feud with Ciampa? I'd love it. And they could use the brand-to-brand invitation. I did get a little bit of clarity. I'm told that that's not like four times per wrestler. It's just four times. Yeah. Which then, then when I asked for more clarity, the person went just completely silent. I'm like, thanks. You don't know either. I know you don't know either. Hannah Moore says, wish Orton would have used the crossroads. I do too. I, there, there are some of these moves. Like, I, You mentioned a super kick. I'm not sure either one can get their leg up that high at this point. I mean, no disrespect to these two competitors but patrick johnson says i've had a torn triceps he did not do it during the match he would have favored it in some manner i mean it's i don't know when the hell he did it but it's hard to imagine that he didn't do it at some point during a 45 50 minute filming jason smith says go ahead sorry 
I was going to say, that's four to six months, right? Yeah. Normally. That's, that's a good long way. Jason Smith says, has David Starr's mom been enjoying the manscaping and blue chew? God damn it. Just kidding. Appreciate the entertainment. Hashtag Quizzlemania champ. Hashtag Dom Lord. Hashtag Lawnmower 3.0. Hashtag Blue Chew. I swear, like, all my sponsors have got to be about my dick for you all to even support them. But um, thank you guys for all the incredible super chats. We have a couple more. Uh, Throwback27, again, thank you so much. He says, after this match tonight, uh, do you think Edge gets back from his tricep injury? They they have a rubber match, say WrestleMania. Just wow. I, I would have to see where Orton is at. Louis, because to me, the next feud for Edge should probably be Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins stood on his neck and threatened to paralyze him. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but after the Rumble, Edge said, listed off a load of guys he wanted to work with, Riddle, Styles, Owens. And with all due respect to Orton, if a year and four months later, all we have got is Edge and Orton three times over... I'm not. It's it's going to be disappointing. So I would like to see some fresh blood, and I think Seth Rollins and Edge could do magic together. So I'd really want to see that. I do too. I do too. It's so funny. I was at a Comic Con Q and A about 13 months ago with Edge and Christian, and somebody goes, "Oh, are you all going to go to AEW?" And everybody was kind of like, <laughs> "Like they're ever going to wrestle again?" And somebody said, "Oh, who would you want to work with?" And Edge mentioned Rollins, Styles, uh, Alistair Black. So. Yeah, uh, Anakin JMT says, any finishers you wish Edge or Orton used? Yeah, I wish Edge would have used the downward spiral. I wish he would have used his first finish ever. Because, I mean, he even went for the the education, the, the old Impaler DDT. For Orton, I there was a move he did back in the day where he would set up people on his shoulder like he was going for an over-the-shoulder backbreaker. Then he'd drop them backwards into a neck breaker. He did it against Benoit and a couple other people. And I always loved that move. That's one I wish we saw him bust out. Because you know what? I don't want to see him doing the overdrive. I don't want to see him breaking that one out. Anything that, that you saw? It seemed like the finishers were a little too much for you. It was more... I liked the ones... I think the ones that had meaning were great. But I wished that they weren't... Like the rock bottom for me, it just didn't work. Or the, I think, bookend as someone... May, may may have corrected us, but um, no, I think that to be honest, it, it it was great what it was, and ending with the pun was was the right thing to do. Azo Smith says, really wanted Shayna versus Asuka for SummerSlam could have been a battle of two of the best and longest reigning NXT Women's Champions. Yeah, there's a lot of things I want for Shayna right now, and she's just off TV. WWE does this thing, Louie, where they have these really talented people, and they're like, oh, they're not in the title picture, so what do we? Oh, we're just gonna take them off TV. Because we don't know how to keep them over when they're not in a title picture. Have them crush a jobber. It takes three minutes of TV. Have Shayna crush a jobber, and then Bianca come out to crush a jobber right after her. They meet on the ramp. They look at each other. And each week, they're like one-upping each other, beating the living shit out of jobbers. Something. Do something. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, our final Super Chat comes from Matthew Garrett. He says... Super fight, six-way Hell in a Cell match with six guys from each company. WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Who is in the match for you? Damn. Damn. NXT? Mm, 
Well, it's got to be Cole. He's been dominant. Impact. There's a lot of good people in Impact. I'd probably say Willie Mack out of pure entertainment and Impact. New Japan's got to be Okada. AEW, I'd say Omega because he's the best, one of the best big match wrestlers. Ring of Honor. Um, damn. Who's, who's even Ring of Honor's champion right now? It's been so long. Roosh. Roosh. It ain't him. That's for damn sure. I'd probably go with Jay Lethal there. The thing is, WWE, personally, I'd put in Matt Riddle because I love his work. But as far as top guys, I'd put in Roman Reigns. I think he's a great big match wrestler. Any any thoughts on, on you there? Brock Lesnar. That, yeah, there you go. Minoru Suzuki. I'm going to go NXT UK instead of NXT. I'm okay. going to take Walter. I'll take Walter for NXT UK. Yeah, Ring of Honor. I think I'll go Joe Hendry for the comedy. You know what? Big fan is, of Joe Hendry. He is really good. Um, Impact, I'd go for... By the way, Matthew Garrett sent in a plug for TakeoverGR.com. Wanted to make sure I got that in there as well. Uh, big thank you for that super chat. And AEW. Uh, in Impact... Mm, don't know Eddie uh, maybe Eddie Edwards AW Orange Cassidy Petalron 6 says on Raw talk heard Baszler for 24-7 championship I'd like that too make, make that title like women's based for a little bit that'd be that'd be interesting guys oh, thank, hate it. thank you all so much <laughs> leave a thumbs up subscribe this is the most we've ever done in Super Chats big thank you guys we're here on Monday uh, Louie is back on Wednesday with Warren and Alex. I'll be here Friday with, with Warren. We've got the Distraction Podcast. Every Tuesday, they review movies. Every Thursday, they're talking news. Every Saturday, they're playing TEW. But Louie, let the people know where they can find you and follow you. So I'm uh, the Louie Dangor on Twitter. That's L-O-U-I-S-D-A-N-G-O-O-R. Um, and I, I do a ton of great interviews over at Wrestle Talk interviews. So if you guys want to check that out, normally to be honest, just follow me on Twitter. I share every interview I do, every exclusive I I run. Um, and yeah, obviously I'll be back here on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to chatting the best night of wrestling of the week with Alex and Warren. I appreciate you taking a big shit on your sleeping schedule to be here with us weekly. Uh, Louis is one of the best. It's He's... light outside. That's yeah, how bad I it is. heard birds chirping <laughs> earlier. I really did. I heard birds chirping through your window. Uh, Louis is doing awesome. Like I confer with him a lot on stuff. So check him out. He is really great. And you got a super chat from Anakin saying, "Good call on the Joe Hendry Louis, former WCPW guy." Yeah, check out my interview with him as well. It's a good one. He's a very entertaining dude. But until next time, guys. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.